This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, what do you say you and I get matching brokinis? <laughs> you up for it? Sadly, I know what you're talking about, and yes, I'm up for it. Brokinis, a new style of swimsuit for men uh, that was created by a couple guys from Toronto, actually. It's, it's a one-piece, not technically a bikini. Um, picture Borat's famous bathing suit. But uh, there's a little more fabric down below, <laughs> and there's only one strap that goes over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So it's a cross between Borat's bathing suit and, like, a uh, caveman's outfit. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like an Andre the Giant meets a Speedo. Yes, Andre the Giant's a perfect example. The one shoulder yeah. strap with the, uh, with the Speedo down below. <laughs> So, and the the patterns that are the the most that are like the the main ones are crazy too. It's like blue with polka dots, pink with like white flowers on it. Those are flamingos if is you look closely. Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't get my face that close to the crotch, Taz. Sorry, <laughs> I was right in there. Zoom, enhance, <laughs> save, <laughs> print screen, make wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> so these brokinis are now being sold for 40 bucks each if you want to get one. It's too bad summer's almost over. I would have liked to uh, get a nice brokini <laughs> tan line rocking. <laughs> it would be a fun, like, novelty, you know, your buddy's bachelor I'm party. I'm not kidding. We need to get brokinis. Oh, for real? Yeah. At some point, we will have a use for brokinis. You know that. Well, we did make a Super Bowl bet this year, and loser had to wear a Speedo and go zip lining. I lost the bet. And you might have and a you difference. You yeah. might have a difference of opinion once you wear a speedo, though, because uh, it's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon. I, I think you and I, I don't know if you can get like opposite shoulders. Like I don't want both of the brokini straps to be on on the right side. I want one on the left, one on the right. Maybe they can make us some cr- custom brokinis if yeah. we get in touch with the company. Why not? One says Taz, one says Jim. You know? Exactly, on the butts. <laughs> Instead of juicy, like my bathing suit says now, we'll get Taz and Jim on the butts of the brokinis. These, these will be popular, you know. I, I bet you next summer you'll see a bunch of these. It, it's got to be tongue-in-cheek. Nobody's seriously wearing these things, are they? This is for jokes. Well, how many times have you seen a guy wear the Borat mankini? I would say probably four to five times. Right. And it's, it's they're not wearing it seriously. It's like for you, fun. You go to the beach for a bachelor party or something, so you sneakily buy one for your buddy and then make him wear it. You know when you go out that night or something. Yeah, brokini really highlights my problem areas, <laughs> which is everywhere. It's yeah. pretty exposed, exposing of everything. It, the side, like the love handles. If you have love handles, you don't want to be wearing a uh, a speedo that has one shoulder strap so basically all that's exposed it covers everything except your love handles <laughs> right? accentuates the muffin tops <laughs> totally yeah it does cover one nipple though so if you got one bad nip that could help and you know i do i've got one gorgeous gorgeous nipple perfectly symmetrical perfect nipple and then that other one's a little wonky just so a bit def- off definitely <laughs> i'm going to be covering the wonky nip <laughs> Canadian invention, invented by a couple guys in in Toronto. Yeah. So look out, Avro Arrow.
We got a new great Canadian invention. <laughs> yeah, move over, the space arm. <laughs> Brokini is here to stay. Number one greatest Canadian invention ever. Take that, the telephone. <laughs> Jim, yesterday, I'm looking after my son, Grayson. Uh, we decided to go out for lunch and split a sandwich and some French fries. Nice. So we head downtown to a restaurant. And we walk into the place. There's a police officer standing there. What's going on? Get your masks. Put them on. The manager comes out, who is a friend of mine. He talks to the police officer. They go into a back room. And, and a while later, the police officer leaves. And, and my buddy comes out. And I said, what was that all about? He's like, oh, my God. This is classic. Um, so there was a guy who works for the city. Uh, who pulled over in front of the restaurant and he was having a conversation with another dude okay. behind his work truck. I, I guess the truck was either running or he had left the keys in the truck, but they're standing about three or four feet away from the truck. Okay. And some guy just calmly sauntered across the street, goes up to the city work truck, gets in it, and drives away while these two city employees are still chatting it up. Whoa. Brazen. I know. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. It obviously is going to work. He just got in the truck and drove away, and they they got a bit of the, the crime on video, so they were able to see the, the dude who stole the truck, but unfortunately they didn't get the reaction of the guy whose truck was stolen. That's what I really wanted to see. <laughs> I would have picture like the ball cap thrown to the ground, stomp on the cap. Dang it. <laughs> I was picturing more of they're having a chat and he goes to put his coffee down on his truck, on the back of his truck, and then it, the coffee just falls to the ground and he's like, what the Wait hell? a sec. Where did the truck go? Goes to sit on the tailgate. It's not there. Starts... Whoop. Rubbing his eyes like a cartoon. <laughs> Where'd my truck go? That's the crazy. Truck got stolen right uh, three feet away from him. Somebody just hopped in, and I couldn't help but think about your buddy. You told us about a couple months ago, who ordered uh, food delivery, and some dude jumped in the delivery trucks or the delivery guy's car while he was on the front porch with the food and yeah. just drove away. Took hit the skip the dishes guy's uh, vehicle, and then the skip the dishes guy had to wait at my buddy's house for half an hour for the cops to show up while the food got cold because he felt bad about eating it in front of him. So if you work for the city and you're wondering why there's an all staff uh, <laughs> email sent out today that says do not leave your keys in your vehicle <laughs> unattended, that's most likely the reason. That guy uh, got a ribbing back at the yard, I bet. Oh, yeah. Even though it's clearly not his... You do that all the time, you know? Steve, why are you showing up in an Uber? Where's your truck? Yeah, it's nuts. And I talked to a law enforcement pal of mine last night. I told him the story, and he's like, this is not uncommon. Uh, there are teams of people, according to him, who are going out into the suburbs, into neighborhoods, and, and just waiting for people to leave their cars unattended with their keys in it. Uh, Wintertime, mm -hmm. for example, people warming up their car in the morning before they go to work and then go back in the house to make coffee or make breakfast. They're just circling neighborhoods looking for those cars that are idling 
one guy jumps out, gets in the car, and they just drive away, and your car's gone forever. Yeah, another one is that if you're at the gas pumps, your car's not on, but a lot of time you just leave it in the ignition, the keys, and then you go inside to pay. Have you heard of that one happening? Yes. Crazy, man. But three feet away, you're just standing (laughs) right there. Your truck's there one minute. Apparently, it took him a second to realize the truck was gone. Of course, you would never think someone would have the balls to do that right (laughs) under your nose. We're shining a light on something that is increasingly becoming an issue, apparently. People just jumping into cars and driving away (laughs) when the people are standing right next to them. Uh, Was at a restaurant downtown. Cop was in there investigating because uh, some city worker... Uh, was standing out in front of the restaurant earlier that day, two feet away from his truck, three feet away from the back of the truck, and some guy just walked across the street casually, hopped into his truck, and drove off with him standing there. It, it, especially considering it's a work truck with a logo on the side. Yes. Like, it's not subtle I know. to get away with that. We've got a call here. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hi. Um, I was just calling. So you guys had said on the radio about the people um, hopping in cars and, like, stealing the cars. Yeah. So I worked for a pool company in London, and we were on a job site, and two crackheads actually jumped in our car and took it for a joyride. Is the keys were left in the vehicle? Um, no. Well, so I think the keys were in the car. I don't know. I wasn't on the crew. Um, but the guys literally just like were going into the backyard and they were coming back and forth, getting tools out of the van and they just gone into the backyard and then they heard the van start up and (laughs) (laughs) they came back. I'm sorry to laugh. Like again, it's not funny. And if it happened to me, I would be beyond angry. But it it's like, just it's such a... to talk about. It's so funny. Well, you just picture the reaction of those guys in the backyard when they hear their van start up and, and you know, they run out and they see it driving away. Like, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it, right? Well, and then we had to send another crew to go pick them up. And do those guys still hear about it to this day? Oh, yeah. We bug them about it all the time. Yeah. You sure You sure we can trust you with the truck today, guys? Are yeah, exactly. Come back with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was like only like we found it two blocks away, and they literally took it for a joyride. Didn't take anything out of it. Just a joyride. Thanks. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the person, like if you don't have a, a ride somewhere and you needed to get to an appointment and your only option was... <laughs> You're trying to sympathize with the car thief? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the motive here. Uh, money for drugs. Sure. Generally. What are you going to sell the truck? Well, you can rip it apart, get it for get the scrap, and you know, yeah. uh, chop shop style. I'm sure there's all sorts of reasons people do things like that. If you have to get across town and you have no other option, you see a truck idling just sitting there. <laughs> tempting. <laughs> it's kind of tempting. But you can't leave your vehicle running. You can't leave the keys in the ignition no matter where you live. My cop buddy said there is a, there's groups of people who now cruise around neighborhoods waiting for somebody to leave their vehicle running in their driveway so they can hop in it and drive away, especially here in Canada. Happens all the time in the wintertime. Imagine your kid was in the backseat. We've heard stories like that before, right? You run back in the house to grab something. Well, we have a, a friend here got her BMW stolen. Yeah, out of her laneway. Right, works in the building. Yeah. She never saw it again. It was gone forever. Wild. 
And here's another warning for you. We just got this text message, Jim. Yeah, so this is a strategy that some people use to steal a car. A few months ago, a friend of mine stopped at the Woodstock Service Center. When she came out and got in her car, she went to go back out of the space, and there was a large piece of paper on her back window for some reason. So she put the car in park, got out to remove the piece of paper, and when she did, a guy jumped in the car and took off with all her belongings in the car. Apparently that's what thieves are doing now, the cops told her. Wow. So they put the paper on there. They basically just choose what car they want to steal, put paper on the back window, and when you get out to take the paper off, after you put the keys in the ignition, they take your car. Yeah. I saw a surveillance video in the States of somebody who, there was a guy walking with a traffic cone, like the big Dr. Zeus looking thing, and uh, put it behind the car as a lady got in it, and then she thought it was just like some prank, a guy being a jerk, gets out to move the traffic pile on. He runs in the driver's seat, takes off with the car. What is this? Boyfriend and his buddy went to get snacks at a gas station. Truck gets stolen while they're inside the store a couple hours later. Back at the party. So that guy goes back to the party. He goes to leave and his truck's out front. <laughs> the, vi- the idiot who stole it parked it on the side street, not realizing it was right outside the party that the guy was... <laughs> so st- somebody uh, stole the truck and then parked it right in front of where this guy was going anyways. Oh, what are the odds? Yeah. Criminals are stupid and sometimes very unlucky. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's like out of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where's my truck? Oh, my God, my truck's stolen. Well, let's just go to the party anyways. Hey, did your truck beat us to the party? <laughs> Wait a sec. <laughs> we we know, know who uh, some of the rumored celebrities are for Dancing with the Stars, Jim. Oh, really? Yeah. Christy Brinkley uh, had to drop out. Remember she dropped down. Her daughter took over for her. Oh yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the seasons. Well, she might be back. You got, uh, Charlie Sheen. No. Rumored to be on dancing with the stars. I'd watch that. Holy. And if that wasn't enough drama and Haish. Is that, is that Ellen's ex? Or? Used to be married to Ellen. Yeah. She switched teams a number of times. <laughs> And uh, she was an interesting uh, person. Had some some personal battles publicly in the uh, in the tabloids back in the day. And how about this? This one is. I I don't know if we should keep rewarding this woman. Well, this is worse than Charlie Sheen. Carol Baskin oh, from Tiger King. No, Tiger Blood versus Tiger King. Could be uh, on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that's right. Charlie Sheen with his tiger blood. Oh, man. (laughs) Carol Baskin does not look like the dancing type. I please hope that she dances to this. (laughs) Everything was fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband went and disappeared. Definitely getting the last laugh over Joe Exotic. Just took over his zoo, won a lawsuit. She's not in jail. She's not in jail, may have killed her husband. (laughs) And now she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars is the rumor. 
You know Joe Exotic would have loved to be on Dancing with the Stars. That That's like the number one reality show he could ever want to be on. He dressed like he was on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> a lot of the time. Oh, my God. Like I, those I, shiny uh, animal print shirts. Oh, he would have been perfect. Yeah. He would have been Carol Baskin, though, I hope she does a lot of like interpretive tiger-like dancing, like a lot of like rawr, kapah swipes and stuff. Yeah, I can't see her sticking around that long, but definitely I'll tune in to see Carol Baskin's first dance, and if she ends up dancing to a Joe Exotic song, oh, that's the stuff dreams are made of, people. <laughs> New season of Dancing with the Stars cast will officially be announced next week, September the 2nd. We are playing Radio Bumper Stumpers this morning, and our contestant from Stratford, Ontario, is Morgan. How you doing, Morgan? Good. How you doing? Good. You remember the old TV show, the game show, Bumper Stumpers? I, I slightly do. Okay. The, the point of it was you'd have to look at license plates, personalized license plates, and figure out what they were supposed to mean. Okay. Obviously, you can't look at the license plates, but Jim, you're going to be reading some off for Morgan. He's got to guess what uh, what the the driver of the automobile was trying to get at, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, keep in mind, these are all rejected license plates. Uh, people tried to get these uh, these personalized plates, and the Ontario government said, no, you're not putting that on a license plate. Well, my work, my wife works at Service Ontario, so I hopefully oh, this will give me a little bit of an edge. Oh, buddy. <laughs> if I don't get this, I'll be in trouble. Okay, <laughs> what is the first license plate, Jim? Okay, I'll start off with an easy one here. H-A-B-S-H-8-R. Habs hater? You got it. Habs hater wasn't allowed. Yeah. Interesting. Why why wouldn't they let Habs hater? It's under uh human rights discrimination. Oh, I think come it's racist on. to French people. <laughs> oh. Habs hater is discriminatory? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you are saying that you hate a group of people. Uh, yeah. Those who cheer for the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Next license plate here, Radio Bumper Stumpers. C-L-L-9-1-O-N-E. Call 911 on me? No, on no one. No. I don't know. You're so close. Simplify it. What is it, Jim? It's call nine one one. See, it was C. Oh, it's all all any. Oh, it's call nine one. Okay, yeah. yeah. The so nine one and then one. And then call the nine one. Yeah. Okay, you're close, but no. Okay. Call nine one one, and why wouldn't they let that one through? That was under uh, political figures, dignitaries, and law enforcement officials. So that one must be confusing and. If somebody was driving and they saw a personalized license plate that saw call 911, they'd think someone was having an emergency, so they went to Service Ontario, stood in line, ordered that license plate, waited six months for it to arrive in the mail, <laughs> put it on their car just so someone would call 911 and help, and they don't want to waste resources. True. That's exactly it. 
That's exactly it. <laughs> okay, the next license plate. Try to figure this one out with Radio Bumper Stumpers, Morgan. Okay. D R P P D R P P D R P P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I don't. I don't got this one. It's hard when you're not is writing it, them down. Yeah. Is it Doctor Peepee? It is Doctor Peepee. Yeah, okay. That was under the sexual ban list. What if it was? What if it was a urologist, Doctor Peepee? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's like uh, Seinfeld with with ass man. Yeah, totally. Ass man <laughs> license plate. Doctor. It looks like Doctor Pepper too. He could just be a Doctor Pepper fan. I was thinking too hard about that one. Yeah. Okay, next one. Don't think too hard about Dr. PP, buddy. <laughs> I won't. F A T N S A S Y. I'll give that to you one more time. F A T N S A S Y. Satan Sassy? Fat and sassy? No. Fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. Yeah, that's under human rights discrimination. Sorry I guess that's... That. Uh, yeah, you can't call people fat. But you're calling yourself fat and sassy. And sassy. Oh, you said F. Sorry, I think you said S. No, no. Fat and sassy. Well, why couldn't you call yourself if you're proud of it? Right, own fat it. Fat and sassy. Come on now. Now, you wouldn't buy that for your mother-in-law. You can't put the letter U and the letter R before it. You are fat and sassy. <laughs> yeah, that would but be crossing the line. if you're referring to yourself, I don't know why that wouldn't be allowed. Okay, this one's for the win. This is the last one. Okay, okay. Radio bumper stumpers. S-N-D-N-U-D-E-5. Okay, can I read? Can, okay, yep, say the yep, can you say that one more time? S N D. Okay. N U E. Sorry, N U D E. Five. Send nudes. Send nudes. He got Send it. Send nudes. Woo! <laughs> I feel like you may have uh, texted that before a couple times. Yeah, you really got to send nudes quick. You said you were going to be in trouble if you lost the game. I have a feeling you might be in trouble for winning the game in that fashion. Oh, my wife's so asleep and she's not listening yet. So. <laughs> yeah, send nudes. Another license plate that the Ontario government will not allow on a vehicle in the province. Jim, you wanted to give someone a kudos this morning. Yeah, I've been uh, very nervous about this tree in my front lawn for about, you know, six months. It's it's really starting to rot. Um, in fact, I've been so scared about this test. I just remember now I had a dream last night that the tree fell on my house. Oh, because wow. Because it hangs right over my laneway. And is it a big one? Oh, it's massive. It's like, I don't know if it's a maple tree, but it's that type of tree. And it hangs right over the laneway, just a bit over the carport. And there's a couple massive branches that look very scary and if they fell on my car would ruin it and so uh, i was like i need to either trim these branches or take this whole tree down so i got a couple arborists to come by give a quote first guy came by he's like yeah it's pretty much done he, like there's ants crawling on it and he's like those ants are in there and it's it's basically got to come down the next year or two so it'll cost you 2500 bucks like, wow okay. next guy comes He's saying it's probably going to be around the same thing. Uh, third guy comes, the third and final guy, uh, to come check out this tree. And he looks it up. He's like, you know what? This might actually be a city tree. 
Um, and sometimes you can just look down the down the street and see where a fire hydrant is. And if it's behind the fire hydrant, it's probably the homeowner's house. I think it's a lot of times it's the it's like homeowner's ten, tree. Yeah, or sorry, so, the homeowner's tree. So if it's on the side of the the fire hydrant closer to the road, it's the city's tree? Is that how it works? Not always, but it's a good kind of rule of thumb. I th- a lot of times it's like 10 feet off the road is it belongs to the Which city. Which side of the sidewalk is this tree on? On the side closest to my house, obviously. Okay. Yeah, because it's big, Taz. Like, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be able to fit on the other side. Um, so third guy comes. Um, he's like, you know what? This might be a city tree. Let me look it up on my app thing or something. He has like a website he can look it up. Turns out it's a city tree. Yeah. So I emailed them and they had started a work order on it. So they have to take care of it. And I just saved myself 2500 bucks. So, uh... Shout out to everybody who can't, free quotes, by the way, is a great thing, but shout out to uh, CLC Tree Services, who uh, hooked me up and, and, and let me know and just took that burden off my mind. And the guy, the guy there who ran it, Calvin, I think he says he knows you, Taz. I think he said he uh, did yeah, a, yeah. a Taz of all trades back in the day I where did. you started cutting down trees with him or something. I worked as an arborist for a day <laughs> with Calvin years ago. Yeah. So he just saved you some big cash. You should buy him a case of beer or something. I don't think the, the shout-out on the radio is, is enough. Nah. It costs so much money now. Hey, you know what? He's just doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> costs so much money to take a tree down. 2500 bucks. Well, it's all around hydro, the hydro lines that go into my house, too. Yeah. So if it was just a normal tree in the middle of nowhere, I would take it down myself. But it's going to need some, some fine fine touch. You want me to come over after work? We'll tie a garden hose to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're good, eh, Taz? Two local radio personalities were killed yesterday <laughs> trying to remove a tree from one of their front yards. And it turns out it was a city tree. They could have had it done for free. R.I.P., dummies. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess it is worth it when you consider that the tree could fall through your, your home. Yes, like it's been on my mind. I'm dreaming about it. Right. Yeah, it's not good. Nice. But well, hurry up, city. Take care of it because my car might get crushed soon. Kudos to Calvin, and we'll give a, a preliminary kudos to the city of London for coming out and removing that tree for free from your front lawn. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.